Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, y'all, it's your girl Sonia, and welcome back to She Says She Say Sports. Today I have with me DJ Jones. Uh-uh. <laughs> what happened? I'm trying to. <laughs> What's the name of your um your show? Oh, it's it's uh the barbershop. Lord have mercy. I'm sorry. You was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the barbershop. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey y'all, this is your girl Sonia, and welcome back to She Say She Say Sports. Today I have with me founder of the barbershop, Mr. B.J. Jones. Hi, B.J., how are you today? Hey, Sonia, how you doing? I am doing well, doing well. What's been going on with you, man? Uh, just enjoying uh, the spring season, the football that we're having, uh, getting an opportunity to hopefully get a chance to see album A&M because I've only seen one game of theirs. But just seeing how crazy the spring can be, um, enjoying the uh, platform and the exposure that our schools and our student-athletes are getting uh, via ESPN. Right. You're getting ahead of me. Don't don't go there because I got questions to ask. Okay. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get to that. But before we get to that, how um, how is your mom, um, your daughter and everything? You know, we haven't talked in a while. Now, my mom is doing great. Um, she has improved uh, tremendously. Uh, she is now back to her old self. Um, <laughs> so what does that mean? <laughs> so she's actually traveling tomorrow um, to Texas, uh, Arlington, awesome. Texas. Okay. So she'll be out there with her sister for a little while. And my daughter's good. They're back in in-person classes, so she's good to go. Awesome. And for the ones that don't know, um, BJ's mom, she battled um, COVID-19 earlier, like in the spring air, I mean, last summer, was it? Yeah, she was in the hospital from August uh, 15th all the way up until November the 19th. Wow. And so it is such a blessing. I'm thankful that she's back to herself and traveling now. And, you know, we must take this pandemic is still a pandemic everyone we have to take this serious and and you know continue to wash your hands wear your mask um and just you know do what you need to do to stay safe so that's the blessing so you already getting into it as you know we're in the midst of the swag spring season and you know we've had a few hiccups due to covid a few weeks before the season started Alcorn decided to opt out of the spring season due to COVID concerns. However, it's being reported they are still working out and practicing. A few weeks ago, Mississippi Valley postponed their game against JSU due to COVID concerns. And this past week, Prairie View has done the same thing. Um, BJ with Alcorn opting out and postponement of games from Mississippi Valley and now Prairie View, do you think more SWAT teams will follow suit? 
I think if you have teams that are infected, um, that test positive, you'll see. I mean, of course, they they will have to, you know, shut it down. But right. so far, Alcorn has been the only ones that have opted out. Um, everyone else, you know, has basically said that we're going to push through it. Um, right. So, um, you know, you hope, hopefully, you're hoping that we don't have any more positive cases. Um, that everyone is following protocols. Uh, but with this virus, man, you, you, you just never know. That's true. That is true. And, you know, just hoping we'll be able to finish this abbreviated season. I mean, it's, you know, we're almost, I mean, we're almost like halfway done for the most part. So I'm hoping we can, you know, like you said, stay safe and no more positive um, COVID, you know, um, what is it? No more po- positive COVID tests. Yeah, co- positive. I did. Okay, now I said it right. Positive <laughs> COVID tests. There's <laughs> so many different, you know, vaccinations and everything. So, so yeah, that's great. So, um, BJ, with what you've seen in the last few weeks, who are your three top picks and why? As far as the three top teams? Yes, top teams. Um, Arkansas Pine Bluff is number one. Um what they've and they've done, they, it's not easy to go into Mumford Stadium and, and beat Southern. Uh, that's right. something that has not been done by anyone since, since early 2018. Um, so they get all the credit in the world for that. And then the way in which they went to Grambling and handled Grambling, I don't care if Grambling yeah. is down, Grambling doesn't, doesn't get their eyes beat out at home. I couldn't believe it. It just doesn't happen. Um, so I think Arkansas Pine Bluff is definitely right there, number one. Number two, I know we only have a small sample size, but I like what Alabama A&M did against South Carolina State. Uh, the thing to keep in mind, that South Carolina State team that we saw this year, they they, made, they have the name South Carolina State, but their roster overturned a lot. They, they lost 16 starters um, mm-hmm. from 2019, so that's a new team. Uh, but I like Alabama A&M there. Uh, Prairie View um, is going to go right there at uh, number three. Uh, Unbeaten, got the win over Texas Southern, got the win over Grambling. Two hard-fought games, but they found a way to get it done. So if if there was a top three, it would go with them, and then I have, you know, a group right there, you know, right there that you could interchange in the third spot between um, Alabama State Southern and Jackson State. Okay. And do you see any adjustments that can be made to those teams that you mentioned? Um, yes. I mean, I think for Arkansas Fine Bluff, um, they have improved defensively. Um, they will need to continue to improve defensively uh, and, and be more effective on, you know, running the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Alabama A&M, we just don't know. But one of the things they will have to do is cut down on the turnovers. Um, and then with uh, Prairie View, um, Prairie View does just enough to win. Um, they won't. What, they, meaning, they, what, do, what do you mean? Def- defensively, they've been solid. Offensively, they're still finding their way. Okay. So uh, that offense has to catch up to that 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 you know that defense. Gotcha. Okay. Understood. So. Even though, like, you know, we've only had, what, maybe four 
are we in the fourth or fifth week? We are in week five. Or week we're five. actually in week six. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. So we're going into week six. I know it's still a little early, but do you have any predictions on whom will probably make it to the championship game? Um, if, if what you've seen already. If Arkansas Pine Bluff can get a win on Saturday, they they would almost assure themselves a spot in the championship game. Um, you know, they would wrap up the Western uh, Division, and then in the Eastern Division, we won't know for a couple of weeks because even though Jackson State and Alabama State has played, Jackson State still has to play Alabama and them Alabama uh, and them still has to play Alabama State. So we don't know how that one's going to work out. So I think it's going to be between those three teams. Okay, gotcha. And, you know, um, with the talent you've seen this spring season, do you think if Alcorn had not opted out that they would still be the top team to beat? Oh, yes, absolutely. With Alcorn, what they had coming back and the talent that that football team has, they would Mm -hmm. be competing for another SWAT championship. I have no doubt in my mind. Right. Okay. Hmm. So with Bacoon, I'm sorry, Bacoon, <laughs> and FAMU joining the SWAC officially in the upcoming fall season, will these teams bring more competition to the SWAC and why? Oh, yes. Both of those teams will. If you look at FAMU and what they've done over the last two years, FAMU is one of the top teams in black college football. Right. Um, it, it was because of sanctions that FAMU did not go to the Celebration Bowl back in 2019. Uh, they beat North Carolina A&T. They only won. They only lost one conference game. And that was Bethune Cookman. Without sanctions, they won the the MEAC. And then the year before, they were a pick six away from representing MEAC in the in, in the Celebration Bowl. So FAMU is one of the top teams in black college football. And Bethune Cookman, uh, they compete for titles. They're always a game or two off, but they've won nine straight against FAMU. Gotcha. Okay. And what's so funny to me, and, and you know, both you and I, we're in um, SWAC Central, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it tickles me how, like, us, the, the, the SWAC that's always been SWAC, when Bethune-Cookman or uh, Fam do say something, they shut them down completely. You know, be quiet, Neo. I guess they calling themselves pleasure them or whatever. But, I mean, have you seen those those posts when FAMU or Bethune say something and they're trying to get into the conversation and they shut them down? I mean, have you seen that? Yes, yes, I, I've seen it, and, and I, get a little, I, I, got, I get a little chuckle out of it. Um, but, you know, I think once the, the, the pig skin start, starts flying and those teams are playing games, people Man. are going to see how good they, they really are. Right. They give them heck. I'm, I kid you not. It tickles me. I, I posted today, and they were like, you know, be quiet. This this has nothing to do with you. And I'm like, you know, of course the girly in me is like, that's not right. I mean, they're part of the swag, not officially, but they are a part of the swag now, but they're not having it. So I will be glad to see what happens um, when the fall comes and they join us and just see how everything goes. It's going to be very, very interesting. So, yes. so, BJ, with all the talk and buzz around JSU and the SWAT, with the with the coming of Coach Prime, what what are your thoughts? 
Um, I think Coach Prime is adjusting to being in the, in the SWAC, and I think that the SWAC is adjusting to him being here. Um, right. Obviously, he didn't like what Alabama State did after the game on Sunday, but when you tell your team to dance, and you'll take the 15-yard penalty when you're on the sideline against Mississippi Valley, you know, dancing to I got the devil under my feet. You know, mm-hmm. when you do those things, <laughs> people don't forget that you were up against Edward Waters throwing the ball. You were up against Mississippi Valley throwing the ball and going for two. People aren't going to forget that. And if that small gesture on Saturday ruffled his feathers, Imagine what it's going to be like in the fall Ooh, when we are going, you know, all the fans are back and the bands are there in the student sections. He, he, he might have a downright aneurysm. Well, see, he's going to have to learn the swag. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And um, I understand he was saying we need to keep it about the kids or whatever. I get that. However, I'm, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying, too. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's tick for tack in the swag. It, it it really is, and we have been doing this for decades. It's nothing new. It's not about him. It's just about what we do. And so he has to learn the culture. I think he has yeah. to understand that this is the culture. And I mean, you know, I get it. You know, we're on TV, and you know, well, we always. To be honest, we've always kind of been on TV, but you know, like BET, ABC, you know, with the um, with um, Grambling and um, Southern during Thanksgiving, you know, it's different. You know, we've always kind of been seen, but I know it's a little different now. But he has to learn that this is swag culture, and mm-hmm. not take it personally. I, you know, I, I I actually chuckled when I saw it. Um, but that's just that's just what we do. I mean, can't uh-huh. take it personal. So, um, do you? Well, I guess the attention the attention is not well. It's good and bad in some ways, but it's really been do, um, doing some good because we've moved from swag games being televised on ESPN U and ESPN three to ESPN two, and uh-huh. on four three on April four on April third and April tenth we'll be on ESPN. Uh-huh. Those games will be JSU versus Southern. Um, I will not be talking to you that day at all. <laughs> that's on the third, and then on the tenth, it'll be JSU versus Alabama, Alabama A and M. So, um, what what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I'm glad to see the conference. Uh, those games moving up to ESPN and the conference getting that big spotlight. Um, I wish that we were you know, open so people can kind of see uh, the pageantry of the Jackson State Southern game. The, the Jackson yes. State Southern, the Jackson, the, the Southern Jackson State game is one of the uh, biggest biggest secrets. rivals. Uh huh. But it's also one of the biggest secrets because usually we don't have television for that game. Oh, that's true. You're right. Uh, so a lot of people don't know how big of a rivalry and how it thing is. Right. Um, so. You know, it, it's one of the better rivalries in college football, not just sweat, but in college football, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so have that on display, uh, you know, that is that is big. That's huge. And, you know, to have that Jackson State album and them game on display, that, that's, 
big as well. So, you know, I think it's a I think it's a great thing for the conference. I think it's a great thing for the student athletes, and, and, and I mean, it's good for you know Jackson State and those kids. But. So let me ask you this: Do you think because I mean, okay, you know, it's spring football. Do you think they're putting us on ESPN two and ESPN ESPN because it's really nothing else on? Do you think it'll con- continue when it goes to the fall fall football? No, no. Um, I think we might get a slot here or there. The biggest but thing is that the the sports calendar right now, you're in that 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 doldrum season. What usually what you will get right now um, is college baseball. Uh, football in the South is going is is just you know what what drives everything. So having that, and then if, if, and having a name like Deion Sanders and what he means and eyeballs that bring along. Uh, you pair those two up, uh, that's why we're getting those spots. But I would say, yes, you have to give credit to Commissioner Dr. Charles McClellan. Yes. Because he said that he was going to work on this and this was going to happen where we're going to put our products uh, on the brightest stage and we're not going to just take what people give us. Mm -hmm. So I think that he has been uh, the hero in a lot – you know the unsung hero, if you will, uh, because the the initial reaction people who don't know or aren't aware they're going to orig- they're going to go to Deion Sanders, but no, it was uh, Commissioner Dr. Charles McClellan. Absolutely, I totally agree, totally totally agree. He's done an amazing job um, throughout this um, pandemic, starting last March, April, when he added Bethune and FAMU. Mm-hmm. And getting sponsorships, and you know, just it's the it's the swag has been highlighted since last year. It's you know during this pandemic, so he has done an amazing job. I totally agree with you. Kudos to him and his staff. Um, PJ, what have you missed most about swag football since we've been since we didn't have a um, 2020 fall season? The traveling, the tailgating, the interacting with all the fans, the the bands, the atmosphere, just everything, everything that goes hand-in-hand hand with, you know, being around this conference and playing in this conference. Um, you know, I missed it all. I, mean, I, I tell people all the time, man, it is a a blessing and a privilege and an honor to have played in this conference and to have been around it for so long. Um, and I'll never take it for granted again because I swear that, that – you know, season that we didn't have it. it was, I mean, I was miserable. Um, Me too. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So, no, it's something I definitely won't take for granted again. You know, it, it's amazing how you're right. How we, you know, because before the pandemic happened, I had already told my friends 2019 homecoming. I was like, I'm doing something else. Um, homecoming next year. I'm not coming to homecoming. So they was like, girl, whatever. I was like, no, I'm not. And little did I know I was speaking life to a situation <laughs> that I didn't know was going to be going on. But I wanted, you know, I was like, I'm going to go somewhere else. I may go to um, either Hampton, Tennessee State, CSU, or um, Howard homecoming. I want to do something different. And when I say I was so sad that we didn't have a season, and the first game, even, the, you know, when we played Edward Waters and when the team, you know, came out on the field, 
I literally almost had a tear. I was just so happy to see some swag football. So I'm like you. I miss the tailgating. I miss the bands. I miss the games. I miss seeing my friends and just reunions that we have every year. I miss those things. So I'm looking forward to our first game in Miami um, against Sam U Labor Day weekend. I'm so excited. And that will be like a mini reunion for us, um, you know, depending on how this pandemic, um, um, I'm hoping it will just kind of like get a little better. As we go through the months, we got five months, so I hope they get it together. But um, before I let you go, I wanted to move on to some basketball. So, BJ, you know, last week a video went viral showing the NCAA men's weight room versus the NCAA women's weight room, and it was definitely on pretty much both ends of the spectrum. (laughs) The guys had equipment galore all types of equipment, whereas the women had a few dumbbells, and that was it. Then another video went viral like a day or so later showing what the women were eating versus what the men were eating. The women had a plate with mystery meat, veggie medley, and a starch, some mashed potatoes, while the guys had a buffet of different meats and veggies. With women college basketball being a very intricate part of the NCAA's March Madness tournament, what are your thoughts on the videos and the starch difference between how the women are treated compared to the men. Um, number one in this country, we hate we hate women. Um, say, say it again. I'm sorry. I said number one in this country, we hate women. Mm. Uh, we like the idea of women, but if you look at it, you look at how women are treated in the world, taken away from sports. We we hate women. Look, the NCAA could have done better by this. They chose not to. Right. And they didn't think that they were. It, they didn't think that no one was going to call them out about it. It was more than just the amenities that the men were given as opposed to the men. Even from the COVID testing, women were given a second, uh, uh, oh, yeah. a different COVID test was. That, had, that was known for basically not being reliable. And they gave the men the most expensive test. And the message that that sends is that these men are more important to you. They're more valuable uh, to you. The thing about the NCAA tournament is this. People will say, well, the, the men make money. Guess what? The, men, the women make money in NCAA tournament too. The NCAA sold the rights for the women's Final Four as well as uh, other uh, NCAA championships for $500 million uh, to uh, ESPN. So, yes, the women make money. When you're in the men's NCAA tournament, every round that you win, you earn what we call a unit. That unit of money goes back to your conference and is divided amongst the schools. That's, the women get no payout. The women get wow. no payout despite that, you know, that the NCAA sold those rights to ESPN and are making millions of dollars off the women's tournament. The women get, get no payout. It, it, it just goes back to how we view women. The NCAA could have done differently. They could have done better. They just chose not to because when they were embarrassed, they came in and fixed it. If you fixed it that quick, you could have got it right from the jump. You just chose not to. You chose not to. And what's amazing to me, the, um, the video with the uh, weight room, they were saying there was not enough room for the you know, weight or you know, more equipment 
in the room for the ladies, but it was a probably like a two thousand square foot room. <laughs> was, right. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it was it was pretty big. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. I did. It was it was huge, and all of a sudden you're able to fit everything in there. It's just it's I think men. It's just like this. The sports industry is still trying to just be about men and a man's world, and we have to get out of that. It's not – women are here to stay. They're going to play sports. And, I mean, you have to treat them equally. It, it's just – it was unbelievable. When I saw that meet, whatever that was that they gave them, that was ridiculous. That was absolutely ridiculous. I wouldn't feed that to my enemy. And it's just they have to do better. So um, they got called out on it. I guarantee you it won't happen again. And I hope other programs, you know, take heed and do what they need to do because they're probably doing the same thing at, you know, at different universities. They're probably, you know, they're probably doing the same Mm -hmm. thing. So hopefully this was an eye-opener for all of them as well. But um, I'm glad the young lady did what she did and, you know, shed light on something that needs to be handled. And And it was. So that's awesome. Well, BJ, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Please tell the listeners how they can follow you on social media. Um, you can find me uh, at uh, Inside HBCU F Ball on Twitter, uh, BJ Jones on Facebook, or Inside HBCU Football on Facebook. Uh, you can follow what I do, um, HBCU Game Day. Um, also, you can catch me on the Carlos Brown Show on um, Saturdays. Um, What's the time so- on Saturdays? Uh, Saturdays, the Carlos Brown shows runs from uh, ten to twelve. Okay. Um, so you can usually catch me on there. Uh, and then on Sundays, uh, you catch me in Sweat Sports Central, um, eight o'clock Central, uh, and you can catch me on Saturday mornings with Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, Mike Washington, and Charles Bishop. Speaking of um, Charles and Carlos. Well, before I go into that, let me get my handles. You guys, you can follow me on She Say She Say Sports on Facebook and She Say She Say Sports 23 on Instagram. But speaking of that, I really need to bring you, Charles, Carlos, back to the show um, when we play Southern next week. Why you want to do that? <laughs> you know why. <laughs> you know why. You, Carlos, Southern, me, Charles, Jackson State. I mean, it's a rival, baby. I mean, it's a thought. I'm, I'm going to see what the other guys got to do, and if you're, you know, if you're interested. That would be really nice. Just go, you know, do a little history with the bands, with the team. And you know the one I'm going to talk about, um, that 2020, 2010 beautiful win we had against y'all. So, that was um, one of the last ones, wasn't it? You know what? <laughs> I mean, there ain't been many. You know what? I'm trying to start already. <laughs> That's okay. It's cute. You know, I'm going to let you have it because we're going to beat y'all um, April 3rd. But it's oh, good. Lord. Are you coming to the game? <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> oh, I'll see you. I may even have something at the house for you guys. Is Carlos coming too? Uh, I don't know. I'll ask him. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll – <laughs> 
we'll talk about that. I'm gonna see what I'm gonna see what y'all got going on and see if I can squeeze that in so we can have that. That'll be fun. But I'm not gonna hold you any longer. So guys, that's that's my show for today. Until next time, this is Sonya with She Says She Say Sports, and I'll see you on the radio. So you got jokes, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I'm gonna let Charles handle you. <laughs> Man, yeah, Charles know what's up. Say, you said Charles know what's Charles up. Charles know what's up. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Would you be interested in doing that? I may that may be a good thing to do. What you think? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give up Carlos. I'll reach out to him tomorrow, and I talk to Charles almost every day. So okay. I'll give it him. I just, but I know it'll probably have to be, you know, because Charles got his Tuesday night with Doctor Cavill. And may have to probably, I guess, be Monday or Wednesday. Which which one is good for you? Um, Wednesday is usually um, yeah, usually better. Okay, and I'll get with them too and see what they think. Yeah, usually Wednesday is a little bit a little bit better. Okay. All right, boo. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Okay, appreciate that. All right, have a good one. Bye. All right. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.